We always say we get the people what they want, and Friday is when we really deliver because we do all voicemails, podcast exclusive content. We want to hear from you. You're part of the show. Just like the staff, just like Jalen, just like former staff. 98580Jalen, and you can be on the show. Friday is only voicemails. We want to hear from you. So, let's hear the first voicemail. Jalen and Jacoby, what up, though? Shout out to, well, we're going to pour one out for Reg, and we're going to shout out Killer Ken, Killer Producer Ken. Um, I have a soft move or boss move, and this is directed for both of you gentlemen, but specifically more so to our uh our expert in pickup basketball. So, years ago, <clears throat> I'm playing basketball, and there's these two guys who wouldn't pass the rest of the team the ball. And it would have been okay if they was making any shots, but they weren't making nothing. So, I got so upset that they were on a fast break. It was just two of them. I was coming up behind. And I swatted my own team stuff because I was tired of them not passing the ball. So soft move or boss move, swatting your own team member stuff because they wouldn't pass the ball. Holla at your boy. And oh yeah, Jalen, um, if you got any more of them size for team Pumas, holla at me. It's hard enough finding the shoes. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, John from uh, Phoenix. Wow. Wow. A couple things. We got to get John from Phoenix's address because there's one thing Jalen has is lots of size 15 Pumas. Lot, got you. Got I, what's, you. The, what's the, what's the most you've you. ever worn a single pair of Pumas? Like 10 times? <laughs> Maybe tops? Yeah, tops. Yeah. Tops. I've, seen you, I've seen you repeat some Pumas, but you got a lot of Pumas. Tops. So shout yeah. to John. Let's get that guy's got address. Got you. So got I'm you. the senior pickup in rec league basketball analyst, not just at ESPN, but I believe in the entire world. And I thought I had seen every single thing. I thought I'd seen everything. I have never, ever, ever seen someone block their teammate's shot intentionally. I've never seen that. I'm going to have to go soft move on this one. There are other ways to air your grievances. There are other ways to express your frustration with your teammates. But blocking your own teammate's shot is just wild to me. I'm going soft move. A wise man, a great American philosopher, Sean Carter, better known as Hove, or Jay-Z taught me this. It's very profound. Very profound. A wise man once told me don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Mm. If they're being selfish, That's a reflection of them. When you block your teammate's shot, that now becomes a reflection of you. Mm. Jacoby said it. There's so many other ways to air out your unhappiness than to now stoop to their level. That's actually what that's called. That's stooping to their level. And so one of the things you can do Easy. In basketball, that, this is the one thing I love about basketball. If you move, the ball going to find you. 
Remember I told you that. Mm -hmm. All you got all, all you gotta do is move. Set some screens, do some cuts, run on the fast break, slash to the bucket, go after offensive rebounds, go after defensive rebounds. I'm telling you, I promise you. Just take if you don't take nothing from this, take just move. That that eliminates all selfishness. All you gotta do every time. If you really want to get somebody that's selfish handling the ball, always screen. That's the equivalent of giving Barry Sanders a fullback. Like, he don't even really want it or need it, but you're giving it to him anyway. I also want to say this. If, I'm, if me and my homeboy go to a court and we're playing with all strangers, of course I'm looking for him first. I know him. I know what he, where he needs the ball. I know what he's good and bad at. If if I only know one person on my team, I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna make the right basketball play, but I'm looking at him first. So you kind of can't even be upset about that if you're if you're John and Phoenix. Well, you can always be upset when people are selfish. Well, and it's, also one more thing I hate to interrupt, Mr. Rose. If John wears size 15s, that means he's big. Like there's not a lot of not a lot of five eight dudes with size 15 shoes. So I also feel like John, get yourself some rebounds. And Good I'm point. giving John the rock. When you're that big, I'm giving you the rock if you're near the hoop. See, Jacoby, we speak in the same language. That's why I said scream. That's exactly. And see, here's the thing. And John, the one thing about basketball and sports, this is why I hate stats. Is because you can be selfish and get certain stats. And people still count them like I could get more steals if I gamble. And mm. so if you lead the league in steals, people assume that you play D. And that ain't don't, those don't necessarily correlate. Yeah. If you if you understand what I'm saying. Same thing about shot blocking. How many times have you played with somebody that wears a size 15 or better? Somebody drive to the basket, they jump like they gonna block the shot, and they man just tip it in. And you're yeah, looking at him all, like uh, all the time, all the time. And you're like, dog, you know you weren't gonna block that, dog. What? Yeah. And you're, what are you you're, doing? You're, you're covering a big, and you're leaving him alone underneath the basket without enough time for someone else to come help because you're you're trying to block a shot around the basket too. Correct. All you gotta do is come play position. You ain't gotta come jump wild and try to get the swat into the crowd every time. And so, hey John, I'm gonna get you this 15s. But let me tell you something that's gonna make those selfish players mad if you ever get in this situation again. Just randomly come screen. When they think they going into their bag and they think they about to go one-on-one and they thinking they about to get the ooh and ahs, here you come with the screen. It could be a half court. It could be at the hash mark. It could be at the three line. Just come screen. That's going to force it. them to give up the ball. Very quick update on the rec league team. We made the playoffs. We got one more regular season game. Haven't made the playoffs in a few seasons. Very proud Dope. of the team. Dope. Moving on to another voicemail. What you got? What up, though? Um, this is Jack I'm from Texas. Um, I'm listening to... The pod from a few days ago, and y'all talking about Crown Royal a lot, um, talking about whether it's cultural or regional, and I gotta say, Crown Royal has always been universal to me. Uh, Jalen says it's cultural, um, but I'm a white guy in the South, and um, my dad, RIP, had a bottle of Crown in the house 
most of the time. And so um, that's something that, that was very present for me growing up. I actually have uh, a chessboard that I got from him. All of the pieces are kept in a Crown Royal bag. So um, just wanted to uh, let y'all know Crown Royal might not be as cultural or regional as you think. So um, anyway, keep giving the people what they want. Um, shout out Reg, as always. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Crown Royal is regional. It's regional. regional. It is regional. regional. Southern, it is regional. Southern, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen a single person with a bottle of Crown Royal in their house above the Mason-Dixon line. It just doesn't happen. And the bag, the, the idea that they're going to stop making the bag and putting the bag along with the bottle is just a bad idea. I don't care what they're talking about, supply chain, this or that, expenses. The bag is part of the whole thing. And the bag is also advertising as well. The bag is just, is, is, the, the Crown Royal bag is so useful. That velvet with those strings. Love the Crown Royal bag. Love the Crown Royal bag. And rest in peace to your father. I'm glad that you get a chance to not only enjoy our program, but vicariously have amazing memories of things that we discuss that normally don't get discussed on platforms like this, like Crown Royal. And Jacoby's right. The bag for marketing was genius. Mm-hmm. And extremely useful. It was, even if you wanted to dress up like a hobo on Halloween, you could use a Crown Royal bag. Put it at the end of the stick. Get a stick right in the Crown Royal bag. Right at the end of the stick, you're we use a short. Very, we, it, it, when I used to go to exotic, exotic dancing emporiums, sometimes there would be a Crown Royal bag around a wrist or two. You know what I mean? Just, to, just, just useful in that scenario as well. It looks kind of classy. And also... We don't value change anymore, but it mm-hmm. used to always be great storage for change. Yeah. And, and also, like, your bathroom goods. Bathroom like if, goods. If you, if put them right in the Crown kit. Royal bag. What are your bathroom goods? What's in your Crown Royal bag if, you, if you're going on a trip and then your bathroom goods are in there? Oh, I, you know, Young Hooper. I definitely used to have a Crown Royal bag. You got the toothbrush, the toothpaste, a little um, cocoa butter. You know what I'm saying? Now that now that's cultural. Oh yeah, a little, little uh, I got deodorant in there. I do razor, razor deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste, maybe a little uh, a little shaving cream because I know how to shave. Jalen's never shaved his own face before in his life. No, that's about it. Maybe a little smell goods. Maybe a little smell goods. Yep, I got some. Smell I, got goods. To, I got a special scent right now. Some oud that I'm rocking. Right. It's expensive though, dog. That I, it, they don't give me a lot. I pay a lot. It doesn't, not, it doesn't come with a lot in the bottle. I gotta, I gotta find this at Costco or something. Appreciate the call, Jack. Thank of you for the John. call, Jack. Appreciate the love. Nine eight five eight zero Jalen. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. What up, though, Jalen? Kobe, this is Jay Rock from the five eight five. Shout out, Red. Two quick questions. NBA, if all things are equal, who really has to lie this home crowd? Is it OKC? Is it the Garden? Is it the Bay Area? Who has the loudest crowd in the NBA? Number two is I have two girls, uh, two and a half year old and almost 10 months. And so, uh, like, when I'm taking care of them myself, people are like, oh, yeah, you're at daddy daycare. As you can hear them in the back. Um, I don't know, like, when you take care of your own kids, 
is it really daddy daycare? Like, I'm saying, I feel like I'm just taking care of my own kids. But using that phrase, is that cultural, is that regional? So, so talking about daddy daycare when you're taking care of your own kids. I can understand if I'm taking care of somebody else's, then it's like uncle daycare maybe. But um, but when it comes to daddy daycare for your own kids, is that the right term? Let me know. Yep, medicinal. <laughs> Shout out to J-Rock from Rochester. He's called Five, before. Five. What up, dude? So, Mr. Rose, you've played yes, in hundreds of arenas. In the NBA, when the question is asked, who's got the loudest crowd, where does your mind immediately go? Modern day, Roracle. The Warriors, before they moved from the Bay. From that, 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 and, and here and, and so here's, not to get too technical, but a lot of these buildings are built based on being able to, um, congest crowd noise and since they had an older style building but a new style of play with the open floor space and pace splash brothers launching threes from everywhere that 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 roracle in in particular like the year that they won 73 games Mm -hmm. that, that 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 crowd is incredible it and, and when I mean incredible it's like you can't it's like when you're at a concert you can't really hear the person next to you so I get a chance to test that because I'm in the arena and obviously I'm with my colleagues and we talking about things that we may talk about at halftime or oh my god did you see this or whatever 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 so the Roracle as an analyst stands out to me <clears throat> as a player I would say uh Marcus Square Garden Market Square, Indiana. Really? They, they had that original Market Square. Like it was, it was, it was crazy loud. Um, and another one, I'll give, I'll say, uh, how about, um, I'll say those. I will say those. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So I want to address Daddy Daycare. Um... I, my wife was out of town. Her flight's delayed coming back. It's got that text. And I got Good three kids. Good job, Joy. Way to milk it. I uh, know. Flight ain't <laughs> delayed. 
Good job, Dwight. To a later one. You know what I'm saying? Go get you. You know, you deserved it. You uh, carried those three kids. All you, you got to do is watch it, them when you ain't there. Also, like, I see, I pay attention to stuff like you do. Like, if you're flying in the morning, that means you could have flown last night. Correct. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you definitely could have flown last night. You could have took the last flight. Because <laughs> uh-huh, I was talking on the phone last night. She's like, oh, you know, the shoot's wrapped. I'm going out to dinner right now with the crew. I'm thinking to myself, go out to dinner at the airport to get, get home. <laughs> While they go they to dinner, food. you go to the airport. They got food at the airport, too. <laughs> Get you some McDonald's on your way to the plane. <laughs> but she deserves it. She works hard. She's doing she the Candace grinding. Parker documentary. She's in Chicago. No doubt. Shout so, out to Candace. But people call it. Is, it, is, it is kind of uh, sexist, I would say. The way that people sound. The way people treat when the dad takes care of the kids alone and the way people treat when the mom takes care of the kids alone. When the mom takes care of the kids alone, people don't. People don't act like it's this heroic, hard thing to do. You know what I mean? But when dad's alone with the kids, it's like, it's a big to-do. You know what I mean? I complain about it all day. I complain about it in the makeup room all day. I complain about it on the show. But at the end of the day, my wife, when I leave town, my wife doesn't complain about it the same way I do. And she doesn't act like it's this climbing Mount Everest hard thing to do. You know what I mean? So... So Go ahead. I think it's, I think get, the way people treat single parenting is sexist, and and they and they they act like it's harder for a man than a woman, and the man gets more props for doing it than a woman does. And you've earned the autonomy, being a great husband, a great father, somebody that's been present day to day with his kids and their activities, good days to bad days, taking them to school, and but let me give you the B side of this. Let me give you the B side of this. Um, and shout to our caller. It was great to not only hear your voice, but it was excellent to hear your kids in the background. And when I say I want to give you a B side, let me tell you what hit different. When you're born into this world and you never carry your father's name, Mm. that hit different. That hit different. That, That hit different than single parent. That hit different than parents divorced. That hit different. That that's from day one. It's established that your father ain't gonna be in your life. It's a great point. And so, under those circumstances, I've always appreciated seeing a man take care of his kids and gave him an extra hat tip or extra head nod for doing so, because. Women have earned the respect of society that they're going to be there for their kids. The dad in a lot of situations is like playing spades. They the plus one. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, like, like, like mom is the anchor of the family and she's the leader of the household. And as a mama's boy who coincidentally is wearing a, a hoodie with his mother on it right now, Nobody can better relate to the nurturing and the love of a, and the care of a mom. That's, that's unmatched. And I always say no disrespect to the men out there. But it's one thing to have a, a, a um, what, what, what's considered a bad dad. But man, if you have what's considered a bad mom, it, it's hard to be successful. Mm. You see what I mean? Like, just real spill. And let me give you a couple of factors why. 
Because if the family gets broken up, usually unless there's something like some extreme in her lifestyle, that means the son or the daughter still gonna live with their mom, not their dad. So their dad still has the autonomy to, in theory, check in and check out. She can't do that, right? Mm. And she carried them for nine months. So when Joey's having dinner last night, she don't care about you complaining. And here's why. They complain too. It's just that they've been doing it so long and we take them for granted that we don't always listen, see, or hear. That's why days like their birthday and Mother's Day become so very important. That's why the family stops. The family stops on Mother's Day. Like, hold on, y'all. We're going to make sure that we take care of mom. Yeah, but you don't, there's no plans on Mother's Day. <laughs> right. We, you know what I'm saying? In the morning, we're going to cook for mom. We're going to go buy her flowers. We're going to get her a massage. We're going to buy our jewelry. Like, we're going we gonna, to we gonna take care of mom. Dad, eh, we're going to buy him a rake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said a rake. You know, buy, <laughs> buy him some tools for the house. So he can fix you know some what things. I'm saying? Right? You buy him buy an him apron for cooking at the barbecue grill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to buy him things that he can contribute manually. Just think about everything that you're getting for the man is so he can physically contribute. Mm -hmm. Because fathers like we just heard on our call and fathers like you right now, Jacoby, salute y'all. I salute y'all because I promise y'all, too many of us ain't playing that role like we can or should. So that's why it does look a little foreign. It really does. Agreed. We got time for one more voicemail. We always appreciate all the voicemails on Voicemail Fridays. <laughs> and Tux is right. Joey definitely was like, after we wrap, you know what? I got a 10 p.m. flight. And then after we looking around like, why am I leaving? He got yeah. the kids. Ain't nothing going to change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By the time I get back, you know what I'm saying? He can handle them in the morning. <laughs> he got it. So he I'll be taking it. them to the camp every morning, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this this week. Good and job, Joey Dad. did it on Tuesday. Joey did it on Tuesday. I was like, oh, how are the kids in the morning? Because I went and worked out. She goes, it was easy. It was easy. She, you know what I mean? And she said it like that, kind of diminishing what I had to do for the rest of the week. You know what I mean? She did that very intentionally. Like very her, intentionally. Like, She's like, and oh, also, nothing. It's easy. And, and, and also, usually, and... Obviously, this isn't um, a broad brush because obviously there are many a single women and parents who are the breadwinners in their situation. But for society, a man is usually required to be like the breadwinner, to be like the physical presence. So things like you're laying in the bed and there's a loud noise downstairs. Dad got to go investigate. Mm hmm. You know what I'm when, when you walking down the street, the man's supposed to walk on the street side in case a car jumped the curve. Yep. Like a man's supposed to sleep near the door in case somebody barges into the door, he could be the first person oh, 
that they taking out the trash, taking out the trash. That, that's a man job. <laughs> right. My wife would never take out the trash. She'll, put it, she'll, 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 she'll take the bag out of the trash can and put it next and to the trash can. go sit it somewhere. Go sit yeah. it by the door. Yeah, <laughs> you go, oh yeah, right by the door. She leave everything, like, she blockades the door with cardboard boxes and trash and recycling. So I can't, like, I can't even open the can't door. Sometimes I just be out. mad. Like, sometimes I, I, I sometimes move it to the side. Let's move to the side and just walk out the house. Exactly. Just, just exactly. to make her mad. And, and so based, I don't deserve and so, her. And so based on that, Jacoby, there's also a term in society called the stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. But it's not so prevalent or pronounced as it relates to, quote-unquote, the stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Right? And so that's also why you and our caller and so many men who are doing an amazing job of parenting their kids physically, it looks a little foreign. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let me tell a quick dad story from this morning going to camp. I drop him at camp, so I gotta get the car. I'm in the parking lot, text ahead of time. Like, all right, we'll be right up. I always give my daughter a dollar to give to the guy they love that. So my daughter's mad at me for some reason. Margo, she could, she could be testy in the morning, right? I think she wanted a snack, and I was like, you already had a ton go, of food, go. like no more snacks. Go-Go was mad at me. She looks right at me. I got I got some shoes on. I got some new shoes on. I won't say the oh, brand, but they, oh, um, they're dope. And, but they're like, they're white, light gray shoes, and that they're that cold. new kind of shoes that's not leather. They're like that interwoven fabric type. Which I know she they're very didn't. comfortable. No, she they're very didn't. comfortable, but they get dirty easily. No, and she Go-Go's didn't. And Gogo's mad at me. She looks me right in the eyes, picks up her right foot. No, she didn't. And just steps right on my toes. <laughs> I love kids so much. Just and then looks me right in the face with the foot there. She she kept it there. <laughs> And I know that if I slide I my foot out from underneath so it, that could that could that exacerbate the situation. You know what I mean? Because if I this. slide my foot out, that means it, it could make it even dirtier. This is my she favorite just, story she got ever. Her foot on my toes, looking at me right in the eyes, like, "What are you gonna do?" And your I initial reaction is like, "I'm gonna pick her up and throw her <laughs> ten feet." <laughs> But don't judge me on what I think about doing. Correct. Judge me on what I do. Correct. You can't help your initial reaction, but you got to filter that through your actions. You know what I mean? Like your, your soul wants to be violent and mean, but you have to have that filter and you say that's not a good dad. That is not good dadding right there. I cannot, in this parking garage, throw her against the wall. That's bad people stuff. So I just explained to her very politely <laughs> that she needs to not step on my feet 
Especially when I got new white shoes on. <laughs> oh, man. This is oh. my favorite story of all time. She's oh, cold-blooded, man. Oh, man. I love them so much. Your kids are the best. And, mm. and, here, and here's what I also want to say about your amazing kids. So let me get this right. The reason why she stepped on your shoe, Jacoby, mm-hmm. is because she saw how much you loved them. Oh yeah, you must this have is been an staring at thing. them. You must have been talking about. You must have been on the phone. No, like, no, yo. she's no, no. She knows they're new. You know what I mean? Because this is the first there wear, so go. she knows they're new. There you that, go. That's what it is. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so rude. Oh, so let me get this right. I can't get what I want right now, and you're rocking these new shoes, and they make you happy. <laughs> so so you know, we're going to make both of us unhappy. So she wanted a snack. She already had two bowls <laughs> of cereal ding, and ding, a snack. Ding, right? ding, ding, and we're walking down the street, and I, I forgot she was mad. We're walking down the street. You know, like in New York, they have those little uh, like, like uh, squares around trees they plant. So she tried to push me into a tree. <laughs> I love this so much. I was like, yo, like. Right. But, I ain't but, mad at her. I you had two bowls of cereal it. and a snack. Like, what do you need for breakfast? If I ate two bowls of cereal for breakfast, I'd be like, that was too much breakfast. They should have double-teamed you. Where pounds. was Chloe when all of this happened? Where was Chloe? Um, she's, there's Chloe and Quincy are walking with me. They don't care. They don't even get involved. Okay, good they for them. Involved. They like, they, they, they like, we got our own issues with him. You go yeah, ahead Margo's and handle that. She already got in a fight with <laughs> Chloe in the elevator. I had to separate him physically. Margo was on a tear this morning. <laughs> Good job, we got time for dad. one more voicemail. One more You're voicemail. Nine eight five eight zero Jalen. I could be better. Nine eight five eight zero Jalen. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. No substitute for time. J and J. Shout out Reg. This is Jimmy, upstate New York. You know, I'm thinking about Jalen. Uh, I love hearing the old school stories. You outside shoveling the snow in the winter, just a hoop. It's kind of making me wonder. Do you think that there are players in the NBA now that would not be there if it wasn't for this new age kids playing indoor, they don't tough it out uh, mentality? You know, they got, I know everybody says nowadays players got more skills, but they, they might not have the, the grit or the grind of, uh, of somebody who was playing out on concrete uh, in the middle of the winter. So, do you think that has served as a benefit uh, for some people? And this is a question for Jalen or Jacoby because I value Jacoby's opinion as well. Um, I think that he is a low-key basketball genius. He's got a great mind for the game. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Don't I wish I had the... I wish I had Appreciate the body the for the game, Jimmy. I wish I had the body for the game. <laughs> you watch me play rec league, you, you realize it's not a compliment. But you got a great mind for the game. Like it's <laughs> slow though, can't jump, can't shoot. Great mind for the game. So Jalen, he's leading you into the like intergenerational hatred, like they don't earn it and like they used to, and we used to work so hard for it and to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow. You get to fall for the trap. Don't fall for the trap. Thank you for the call. Appreciate the love. Um, there are players currently in the league that would not be willing to shovel the snow in order to play and make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Some that are. But there were also players in the 70s, 80s, and 90s that also weren't willing. That's what made me different. 
That's what makes the 4,000 people who play in the league actually different. There were people that were more talented, faster, could jump higher, uh, smarter in school, like more studied of the game, all of that than me. But the thing I always tried to do is be like, if I love this and I love basketball and I really want to get out of the hood, like I got to make this my life. And the unique thing about being an athlete is that we're also required to do two things that like artists or actors aren't required to do. Number one, we're required to stay eligible. Mm -hmm. So that means that you still, A, have to keep school as a priority. Every, every a public high school has the one kid that would be the star of the team but they're not eligible. Every That's why single I pointed one. That out. That's Every why I single one. That out. And I'm just sitting there being like, Jamal, like, do you need help with your homework, Doc? Because we need <laughs> help on the floor. <laughs> exactly. So, so that's the first thing about an athlete. The other thing about an athlete, and I want people to think about this, digest this, and share this. And this is different than many other trades. So very young athletes are required to be role models. Also, in high school, as an athlete, when people start to cheer for you, start to take your picture, you start to sign autographs, you're now required to move as a role model. Good point. Like normally other young people don't have that responsibility. Like if you're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer, or a fireman or whatever, like in, as, at 15 years old, nobody's requiring you to be a role model. You know what I'm saying? And so th those are a few things that all athletes have to do to just make us different people that put you in position to chase your goal of playing in the NBA. And don't think somebody that's in the G League right now or overseas right now, when they were 10 years old and they were in the backyard, they didn't say three, two, one, overseas. Mm -mm. They didn't say three, two, one, G, G League. League. <laughs> You've never heard that. Never heard that. It's three, two, one, NBA. And so, I'm not going to dismiss the journey of the current player because they didn't have to do that. But I will say this, I bet there's a lot of players that grew up on the East Coast and or the Midwest that are currently in the NBA that didn't play outside and didn't have to shovel the snow to hoop as a sacrifice because a gym was available. You wanna know my version of shoveling the snow, Jalen? And I got this from Larry Bird book, Drive. He used to have two basketballs. And my mom decided to save money on heat, so she got a stove, like one of those big iron stoves, and we would like get the wood and chop the wood and stack the wood and, you know what I mean, had to make the fire and all that. And Larry Bird taught me this move. You get two basketballs, and you're playing outside in the winter, and it's cold, because the air gets cold and the ball turns dead. So you put one next to the stove while you're playing with one, and then switch like every 10 or 15 minutes. That's my version of shoveling the snow. I learned that from Larry Joe Bird. My put God. it next to, oh, you put it next to that. We used to have like the uh, 
those little uh, round, they, they look round like a half U. They look like a U, where it's like, like two or three of them. Space heater? Yeah, like you, you put it next, you can put it next to one of them too. That's, that's what I used to do, put it next to that, or put it next to the kerosene heater. There was years in my life we didn't have heat, fam. And we used to have kerosene heaters. So for me, hooping outside, sometimes it was just as cold in the crib than it was outside. Get moving. Big shout to John, Jack, J-Rock, and Jimmy, the all J's, J&J voicemails today. Just Love because it's that. not Friday doesn't mean you can't leave us voicemails. We use voicemails every day. Call 985-80-Jalen and leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the show on Monday. We will be back on Monday with another dope show to step to. Why is that Jalen? I Damn. love this program so very Gross. much. And check out J&J. The beauty of the podcast space is I love to celebrate all of the amazing new shows and new talent that's coming into this space. But J&J is about to take off. Not only with our guest list, but we're about to take the show on the road. So stay Let's tuned. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people time.